Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning, and we have a special guest. <laughs> you feel special? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> we have our oldest son, Michael, who is the grand age of 21 years old. He is he's our a, current college student. Yes, he's a junior at the University of Arkansas. And he's about to leave soon. And what do I say every time I see you and you're about to leave? <laughs> sing it. I'm not about to sing it on this podcast. <laughs> sing it. <laughs> you're going to miss this. Yeah. You're going to want this back every time. And then my eyes fill up with tears. <laughs> so we have been talking uh, really this month about transitions and helping with, the, we're in August. And so it's the, August is the month of transitions when we go from summer into school and we're getting you prepared with your kids. And so <clears throat> we talk a lot in Crazy Cool Family about they're going to leave someday. Yeah. You're going to, they're, they're going to walk out of the and house. And you're going to miss it. Yeah. You're going to want it back. <laughs> and you can, <laughs> what are you doing to get your kid prepared to get them self-sufficient to get right. them ready for that college you know do they love jesus are they you know are they independent can they do things on their own can they all do their the... laundry are they going to bring it all home at the semester yeah. break yeah. and <laughs> so well, well, yes <laughs> yeah. yes is the answer so we just thought we'd get on with michael and just ask him uh, some questions he's our most recent one that has transitioned right. to college and so um, we're just going to talk for a little bit about. Yeah. The, so Michael, just what do tell? What do these parents need to know about getting their kids ready for college? What is that? I mean, like, I don't know. Let's start with like uh, education. You know, I mean, yeah. w when you went to college versus high school, and Michael's a little different because he did two years of, of community college, his right. junior and senior year of high he school. He eased into that college experience. Yes, but, <laughs> it was but what brilliant. about your education and what was there anything that really surprised you or your friends when they yeah. came to college? Yeah, definitely. I think, <clears throat> first of all, the transition from high school to college is just not natural at all. What does that mean? It's completely, there's a, it's almost like a culture shock. You go from high school um, where your pretty much entire schedule is built out for you. That's You're cool. like a bell is what takes you from place to place to college where <clears throat> like you have a class a day. I mean, you have a couple classes a day, you get to sleep in, you get to You've got online classes now. <clears throat> Definitely, yeah. Your entire schedule is flipped upside down, and the ample amount of free time that you have can be overwhelming. And you're also like, "Oh, I have a life." Like, "Oh, wait a second, <laughs> I, I can like come home and like do something." Because a lot of kids in high school have gone from being really busy with sports or extra well, eight hours activities, of day school, then and then football, yes, or yeah, and yeah. having to study. And all of a sudden, they're just like, "How would you say parents prepare their?" uh student to college student for that yeah i think that there there's a lot of things growing up that i remember um as i kind of went into that early like y'all were saying really my junior year of high school is whenever i started seeing that freedom my schedule opened up a lot more um i started working i was like there's no way that i'm going to sit here on my hands and do that um <clears throat> but there's i think there's a lot of disciplines and there's a lot of um 
where the parents can come in and challenge the the student, can challenge the kid to <clears throat> really not waste time. I was just even reading in Ephesians five that the days are the days are evil, um, and to sit there and and to waste the days is always kind of a like sometimes you need that like push and that accountability to not to not waste days maybe on like netflix or video games or whatever mm-hmm. which i've wasted my fair share <laughs> right. of days on all that and there comes a point usually in that college season um where that starts to click for people where you're like okay this is not worth my time to be sitting here on netflix all day every day or sitting here playing video games all day every day and so that happens tends to happen in college and if parents can encourage that or maybe even encourage that to like happen a little quicker i think that that is a, always a helpful thing but i was like oh yeah i don't really love the time that i've spent playing xbox all throughout high school and even like some of my friends are incredible at guitar are incredible at piano that's and like good. that's like the skill that they did over high school which i think is an incredible skill that they learned and they practice that they can take into college into like this next season um and so, yeah, y'all should have put me in piano lessons. Definitely. Yeah, yeah we should have. We had Instead no idea of, you had any kind of musical talent whatsoever. I, well, I don't, but I think I might have a little bit. <laughs> if, if we I'm... invested in that. No, I love what you're saying there. And parents, I hope that you heard that. What he's saying is to encourage your student. First, let them know that they're about to have a whole bunch of time on their hands and encourage them with do something other than Netflix. I mean, would it be helpful if the parents said, okay, you know, put yourself on a couple hours? Or, I mean, would it be helpful if the parents gave the kid a choice to make a schedule or would you feel like wait a minute i don't live under your roof anymore you can't control me yeah that's what i mean it was so mind-blowing walking into the first season of college um new place i was in a new state new everything um in a dorm room with a roommate in a dorm room yeah (laughs) Yeah. and as you're meeting people the first question that you usually ask is like okay what'd you like what'd you do in high school like that's like a pretty common question and I don't know, you just kind of like, you're like starting over from the very beginning and you like really reflect, okay, am I proud of what I did in high school? Like, am I, did I spend my time wisely to have enough to like share it with a new person? Wow. Um, and I think that was a cool question where I had some things that I was pretty proud of, you know, but other things I was like, oh man, like that person spent his time X, Y, Z. That first person spent like he, like That's that one, that one's really cool. And I think that there could have been uh, maybe some areas of my life where, I think I would have now have welcomed that like, Hey Michael, let's do piano lessons or Hey Michael, let's like whatever, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever that could have been. Obviously that's hindsight's 2020. That's looking at it. But like, that's how my parents, all their, all their friends started. They're like, yeah, my parents just got me into this or they made me go to piano lessons. I thought we keep using that example, but I was like, Oh, that's a really, really cool, interesting skill discipline to have now that probably wasn't prompted by their, Kid. What about the freedom to go to different activities in college? I mean, you know, like That's social good. events, things like that, that all of a sudden their mom and dad or you're in a different state. You know, I remember Madeline saying when she went to Texas A&M that, you know, so 10,000 freshmen and they have this week before school starts. So and, no classes. Yes, and so she <laughs> and she's calling us going, who thought of this? Are the, are the adults in this world insane? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's one ten, security guard. <laughs> and there's 10,000 freshmen <laughs> loose for a week. Yeah. So, but I mean, and obviously that's an extreme example, but I mean, throughout your first couple of years, um, what have you found with not just yourself, but other kids going from this, more more controlled high school life 
uh, maybe curfews, things yeah. like that, to all of a sudden we can pretty much do whatever we want. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> from the friends that my closest friends that I've had, um, just because we've even talked about this on the podcast, we didn't have very many strict rules, right? No tattoos, no piercings is the rules that we have, but <laughs> we didn't necessarily have like Amen a, to that. <laughs> uh, we didn't really necessarily have like a curfew or like be home by this certain time um, in our household. And so going to college, it was like my friends that did have those strict rules and those strict... Um, I don't even say strict, not the right word, but their parents were like very parameters like, or boundaries. Yeah, 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 very, very like maybe more extreme than what we had. Um, and they really had a good, fun, crazy first couple of semesters of college, and yeah. they kind of they kind of did their own thing um, just because they like were tasting freedom for the first time. Like, well, complete would freedom. you recommend that parents That's in their good. junior and senior years try to give their kids some freedoms and try to test it out a little bit before they go on their own? Yeah, I think in in my mind, I felt like I, in high school, could test out a lot more freedoms and it was because I could come back to my parents who knew a lot more about the freedoms that I was testing out, whether that be alcohol or that be a relationship or something like that mm-hmm. versus like in college as your parent, as your kid as the kid, the student goes out, he's not coming back to your parents. He's coming back to his dorm room with his other buddy who's just as wise as he is. Um, <laughs> or not. Which is not wise at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. And so I think that there's a there's a an easing of freedom that came about. And I mean, it wasn't, our, the freedoms that we had, I earned. Like it wasn't, I wasn't. I, exactly, it's a good point. Freshman year, eighth grade year I didn't necessarily have the freedoms that I had and it like gradually but I think it's a lot easier to ease those freedoms into it versus just like freshman semester comes around fall semester and this kid is like I get to do whatever I want now yeah that's good I love that and I love the wisdom of that did you hear that parent it's like understand that you're about to hand over the reins to your child when they leave the home at 18 what can you do beforehand to make that not be such a culture shock so that they don't feel like that they are finally free. I'm finally free. You know, give them some of those freedoms. I like that. Yeah. What's the, what's the kid feeling like? What were your feelings as you prepared to leave home? I mean, so you got the, you got a lot of parents that got kids in junior and senior and it's all about, Oh, you got to make your grades and you got to, you know, what college are you going to, what's your major, you know, decide what you're going to do in life when you're 16 years old. What were you feeling? And, and also think about friends, too. What are they feeling in that junior and senior year? What, how can a parent talk to their kid about what they're feeling in that, during that season? Yeah, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Um, <laughs> um... And every adult asks you, right? Every adult asks you, what, what's your major? What are you going to do with the rest of your oh, life? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like the typical conversation in the very beginning. I started telling people something just absolutely obscure. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sick of this conversation going nowhere. Like, I'm studying marine biology and space. And like, what? I'm like, I just don't want to say marketing or management again. Like, <laughs> but Just to see how they'd react. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it just goes right over their head because yeah, exactly. they're just so brain yeah um yeah no it's it's nerve-wracking i think that there's um uh it's challenging in the sense of they are by themselves in a, in a lot of ways but it's also really really good for them to for it was for me to figure it out like drop the kid off in the deep end like 
here you go. Like, let's go make friends. Like, yeah. Which is not something I necessarily like love to do. I'm not the one to go out and be like, look at me, like, hi, whatever. If I have to, I will. But it's not like my first instinct, especially in a new place, a new town, a new dorm. Like, that's intimidating. Um, and it's helpful to go in with a buddy. It's helpful to go in with a mm-hmm. with a friend or something. And uh, freshman freshman year, you lean on you lean on that roommate a lot. You lean yeah. on that person that you know a lot, and that's pretty normal. And then kind of as people get their groove and get their footing and their friends, you you expand you expand out. But, but what it about takes time? But what about when you're in that junior and senior year of high school? As you are you anxious during that time? How does a parent talk to their kid? in that junior and senior year to help them in that transition or what they're dealing with as they've got to make their grades, they got to get their SAT scores, they got to do all the things as to get into to, as they're yeah. preparing them or just to talking to them. I mean, what's a team, what's that junior and senior going through? Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, it's just, I think that in high school, it's, that's all you can see. That's the biggest thing in good. your life at the moment. Um, and you get, into that college or you get past that and you never think about the SAT ever again. Yeah. And you never think about your high school grades or, or whatever that looked like. Like whenever, one of the, like the most heartbreaking moments in college is I was sitting in like my supply chain, supply chain management class. And she asked us to like send in your resume for extra credit. And I'm sitting there as a freshman in that class. And she says, Oh, you can't add anything from high school. Like all that stuff, <laughs> erase it. It's, it's irrelevant. It. You can't use it. And I was like, I've spent, so much time building up my high school resume (laughs) and like my heart and soul went into that and was so proud of all these things and to get to college and be like no one's going to look at your high school it's going to be one line yeah i went to to graduate like that's what they're going to look at and so that was that was like pretty saddening and then also at the same time i'm like okay it's not that big of a deal but you can't you can't necessarily say that to the junior and senior right now but on the other side of it it's 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 a lot better. Well, well and it and is helpful you... to say that to your kid as they're stressing out and they're freaking out. But I mean, I just wanted to step in and answer the question because we actually have a junior, I mean, a senior this year, Maddox. And one of the things that we're going to do is get our feet on different college campuses so that he can experience that, so he can see that. And so that is one of the things too, to alleviate some of that anxiety and that stress. When you, when did you decide to go to the University of Arkansas? Did you? Like April before I went that next <laughs> August. I didn't even see the campus. And you didn't even see the campus. You just, yeah. Well, but you had you had people there. That well, you had a to, purpose, too. I had, some, I had some people there, um, and I, it was pretty logical decision in my mind. I was like, that's a good business school. It's a little farther away from home. It's beautiful. It's north deal. in cold weather. I, I got yeah. some good scholarships, and I was like, it's college. Like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I was going to ask you, Michael, and you've said this to us several times, is that we didn't prepare you for the things of this world, like that there were things that happened in college or that you were exposed to that because we had kept you in a bubble and we had kept you innocent. Um, what is it that you could tell parents to maybe help their children transition well into that next season while once again, I mean, obviously we want to protect innocence, but we also don't want you to go out there and get eaten by the big bad wolves (laughs) yeah I think I'm still thinking through and wrestling with that question because I think there's a there's a balance and it's really hard and I think each child each person can be different with where that balance is but yeah it was pretty eye-opening and shocking 
as I walked into my freshman dorm and it was not, it was pretty common to be offered to smoke weed or to like not go into this guy's room because he's having sex with his girlfriend or just like you kind of name it, which I always knew was happening, but it wasn't happening around me. And so I was just like, uh, yeah, I've heard about that stuff, but like, that's really just like probably people a little older are, are doing that or, or mm. whatever. And realized that, man, I went to, I went to college as a older person. I was like an 18 or 19. And some of the people in college are young. They're, they're, I knew a girl that was 16 and just to like, that was just really eye opening and shocking. That that was the norm of their lives. Yeah. Like that's like the guys are high fiving about whatever, like, wow. like that's like, and they're not ashamed of it at all. They're not like, that's like, that's pretty like braggadocious for them to walk out there and be like, I just did whatever. Right. Like I just smoked weed and that was, you know, and I was just like so unaware that that is how the majority of the world functions and lives. Like we are in, um, not, not the majority, uh, a lot of the times. And so I think that was, um, opening, but it was necessary because I also knew what I believed. And I oh, knew like good. the innocence growing up was super helpful because whenever that did get offered to me, I was like, man, I, it's, that's not the best. And mm-hmm. I know that's not the best by the fruit of your life and the fruit of my life are just completely different. So oh, that's so good. So I want to hit on the point really quick. How did you know what you believe and how do we get, how do we help our parents help their kids solidify what they believe as they go into that next season because that starts in the third grade, you know, in kindergarten, in sixth, that starts then. So how did you, I mean, I love it that you said that. I think even essentially a kind of that question is um, like what made me like what like is that kind of that question? Yeah. What what made your belief system? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And how are you? Yeah. Why do you um, think what you think now and choose what you choose? Yeah, I think that there was um, multiple men in my life that influenced that outside of my dad that helped walk me through. This is what a man believes. This is how a man acts. This is how um, I went through the book, Man in the Mirror. I don't know who the author is. Patrick Morley, I think. Sure. Um, That's impressive, Don. <laughs> went through that book with a group of guys, and I don't know if it's right. Fact <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check. So don't hold to that name, but yeah, I'm looking for it on the bookshelf. Um, and that one, it was super. It was super influential. I remember the guy leading the group had a guy from each um, season of life. So yeah. he had a, a married guy with a kid. Um, he had a guy. A married guy with a couple kids, a married guy just newly wed with um, a kid, and then a guy who's like just out of college, another guy who's kind of doing his own business, and then me, the youngest in there. And so as we were going through that, walking through them and just seeing what they did and just trying to be a learner in multiple ways because I was the youngest in the group. And so I was like, mm-hmm. five, like well, five years. Um, I think that was, a, that was a big factor in my life to be like, okay, yeah, this is what a man looks like. This is what he does. And a man says no whenever he doesn't feel that there's something right. And a man, like, stands up for what he believes. And, yeah, at that time, I had a, I had a grasp of what I was believing. And it was starting mm-hmm. to become my own. And I think that's, like, a crucial part as people go into college is that they really do get to decide. And you hear that all the time. Is their faith their parents' faith or is it? Yeah, that's is good. It, is yeah. it their own faith? 
And yeah, I think y'all laid a foundation that I could hopefully continue and I can continue to make it my own faith because it is my own faith now. I That's looked up good. the author, and it's actually Michael Jackson. <laughs> no. <laughs> man in the Mirror. Remember the Man in the Mirror song? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> no, it is really Patrick Morley. But there's, uh, the first thing I did, I typed in Man in the Mirror, and it's like Michael Jackson. I was like, Great song, wait, by wait, the way. It is. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, Michael Jackson didn't write this book. Oh, oh yeah, the song. So um, That's great. Uh, so practical things parents can do to help make the transition smooth for their kids either yeah. either in high school or you know as they're you know preparing to go yeah um i think every kid's different for sure um i think something y'all did is i don't think i even called y'all or talked to y'all till like two months three months in yeah. it felt like like it was a long time i remember the first phone call i made back was i was like walking back to my dorm and i was like oh man it's like the start of October. <laughs> I haven't talked I to like, my mom. I haven't talked to my mom in a long time. And so, like, even for, I'll tell you all this right now. It's not because we're like, no, I don't want to talk to my mom. Or no, I don't want to talk to my parents. There's just so much going on in our heads and in our mind that that's not our, that's not my first resort was how to, like, talk to my, to call my parents. And so, don't be offended. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't be offended parents. by, um the kid there's just like so much so much going on but y'all y'all gave me a lot of space in the very beginning for me to like kind of figure it out which was helpful um but it's the kid is a i was so excited and so nervous at the same time and just not yeah. really sure what to do with it except for um just to go and do it and to kind of put your head down and like and figure it out um you know it seems like a lot of kids withdraw that first semester maybe even yeah. that first year did you see that a lot i mean we hear about it but i mean where kids just kind of they don't know what to how to handle this freedom well and i just it's like cutting the what is it the, the umbilical cord yeah that you know from parents it's like it's almost easier to go cold turkey <laughs> than to hear mom and dad i know with the girls that there would be tears you know and it not michael never michael never called and cried <laughs> mom um but with the girls and so it was easier i think one of them even said it would be easier just not to talk to me at all and not to think about me or life or whatever that is and to move full speed ahead because they're life homesick they're, did you see kids being homesick yeah, definitely. A lot of a lot of kids being homesick, um, and it really is. Maybe even as you are, if you do have kids going off to college, some of the most refreshing times is just coming home for a weekend. Yeah, and that's like really really nice, just to like not have to worry about college and life in there and just being home. Um, but yeah, I think giving space, um, sending them a prayer right before they leave, praying over them. Yeah. It's just comforting and huge because you drive off and they're gone. Like That's it. <laughs> well, one of the things that we always do, and when we did it with Michael, he was like, wait, what are we doing? Wait, what are we doing? But about the third visit, he picked up on it, was we'd go buy groceries. Definitely. And so before before we dropped anybody off at school, I mean, especially with the girls, you know, they had to have the comforter and they had to have the pillow and they had to have the chair. And we had gone to Walmart with Michael and I was like, we need this and we need this. And I was just wanting to get his nest built and he thought I was a freak. <laughs> he was, I was like, like, can we get bread and peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's what like, I actually need. <laughs> he's like, I don't 
want that, Mom. I don't need that, Mom. You need a trash can for your room. I'd rather have peanut butter crackers. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's go to the grocery section. And yeah, so that yeah. just, I don't know, even for like the mama's heart, you know, just to speak to you moms as you drop your kids off to just to prepare their space for them or help them prepare their space. And if you're not going with them, then help them pack their car and, and get all the things that they haven't thought that they might need together for them. Well, and let me just end this with us as we kind of yeah. wrap this up. Thanks, Michael, for being on. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Yeah, I think the last thing, I think one of the most influential things that y'all did for me growing up whenever I went to college is the, the question of, and it's like, what like what would your roommate do? Like whenever you're like, as I'm like cleaning my room, mom, you said that all the time. Like, <laughs> hey, you need to clean your room because eventually you're going to be living with, with somebody yeah. and you are going to make them so mad if you keep your clothes on the If ground. they step on your dirty underwear, they're going to hate you. <laughs> yeah, or make sure you need to clean the bathroom because you're going to be living, and eventually you're going to be living with your wife and like, trust me, you're going to thank me at this time. And so after me being maybe a little bit prepared for that, but my roommates maybe not being prepared or having Oh, they that didn't same. have me in there <laughs> brainwashing them. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are annoying me. Like, why yeah. did you not think about your roommates as you were four or five, fifth grade, you know? That's yeah. good. So, Teach your kid not to be a slob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for throw the future in there. Your yeah. roommate, yeah, yeah, that's good. So, yeah, as we, as we finish up, I just want to, you know, I want to finish with this, is that I remember dropping Madeline off you know that was it. our first daughter Molly she stayed at home for a while and then God bless her yeah. I was so grateful yeah. I wasn't ready yet but, but the <laughs> second one and I remember waking up that morning we were leaving and it, I, I I'd had a real busy summer and so it really hadn't hit me I just woke up and nobody was awake and I was somewhere and I just started <laughs> sobbing I mean just crying I was like where is this coming from and my point to it I mean I just it, it was like it lasted for a, a while as I was just letting go of the emotion. So as you're building this child up to go to college, it is a, it is a transition. Yeah. It is this, it's a big transition. That's what Michael, you said that. And so, you know, it's kind of like well, if we were to go through a death or we go through something that happens that's big, we, we treat it as if it is and we kind of make allowances for it. And that's what we got to do with these transitions with the transition to colleges is realize it is a big deal. And so you uh, want to give your kids grace. You want to give yourself grace and realize you're probably going to stumble over it and you're probably going to make some mistakes and it's probably going to feel a little awkward and for everyone. And so, but that's okay. And I hope today we've given you some insight just to how to get your kid prepared a little bit more and then how to deal with that first year when they're in that dorm room. Oh my goodness. I left Michael in Arkansas and I'm like, him and his roommate in this little bitty dorm room <laughs> all this stuff and i'm like good luck to you buddy uh, but it was you know it but is you fun even, you even had a realization there like wow I'm, I'm i'm the only person here i mean my whole family is somewhere else and Definitely. i'm not anywhere yeah. near them yeah well and i hope this helps and um we will uh finish up you michael you got any parting words nope it's exciting it's a fun time yep <laughs> suzanne no, that's, yeah, you can do it. I mean, there, there will be a lot of tears. Like, I can't, I have a, a knot in my throat right now. <laughs> oh <my>. Okay. <laughs> in the podcast. So, yeah, go listen to The Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. No, just kidding. Great song. Man in the Mirror by Patrick Morley was a book Michael was talking about. It helped him learn how to be a man. Unless be, it's a woman. Is there a woman in the mirror, right. too? Well, I don't know. So let's end this. Uh, we're, we're stumbling right now. Yeah, the end. Go be crazy, parents. Crazycoolfamily.com.